What's up, Pyros? Welcome back to the Pyromaniac Podcast, where we talk about all the straight fire topics with all of our straight fire listeners. You're back with Jack. You know what it is. And Hannah. And Austin. Uh, our guest Austin. today is Austin motherfucking Dutra. That's my boy right there. Best friend. He's a neuroscience major. Um, he's <laughs> at TMCC studying for EMT course. going to be an EMT, so if you... uh. Oh, fire, EMT firefighter, fire. whatever. Both. You can you can speak. You can correct me. It's okay. You don't have to whisper. You don't have to whisper <laughs> at me. He's like, I'm, he's, a, I'm a motherfucking firefighter. He's nodding in the background like, okay, correct. Okay, correct. He's like, hmm. <laughs> I, give, I give him the checklist before. I don't know why he's not going off of it. <laughs> um, so before we start, we're going to do our uh, word of the day. And it's uh, a <laughs> bon nami. Bon, bon, bon omi. Bonomi. Which is French, actually. But Sounds it's, like baloney. But it's spelled uh, bonhomi, B-O-N-H-O-M-I-E. And um, it's a noun. And it's a, it means frank and simple good-heartedness, heartedness, a good-natured manner, friendliness, and geniality? Geniality? Geniality. Geniality. Thank you. So uh, as you can tell, Austin's really smart. It's like the first time he talked on the podcast, which is weird. It's still it's laughing. So, um, <laughs> Hannah's got the synonyms of it. Okay, yeah. So synonyms is agreeability, agree, agreeableness. Um, what's something weird? Niceness. Okay, so nothing really funny. It's all just sociability, sociableness, warmth. So, yeah, be frank and simple, good-heartedness. Bonhomie, hmm. um, bonhomie. It's bonhomie, if you want to pronounce it correctly. No, bonhomie is spelled, <laughs> but it's pronounced bonhomie. 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 Like an abotomy, but bonhomie. <laughs> completely <laughs> different. Um, Looks like you say it, benimi. 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 It's French, bonhomie. I wonder how they said they're like these fucking <laughs> white people. Oh, okay, yeah, bonhomie. listen, listen. Bonhomie. My name is the Bonhomie. Bonhomie. Like I'm Frank and good heartedness. The Bonhomie. Oh, that's just <laughs> turned into like three different languages. Damn. Okay. And then our, uh, moving on to our Urban Dictionary word. It's uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Ooh. So it's uh, during intercourse with a woman. Oh, my God. Just as, he's, <laughs> just as he's going to come, the man shouts, I'm going to wreck it, then proceeds to slip into crippling alcoholism and drug use, successfully wrecking his relationship, his life. And any dreams or ambitions he ever had. Wait, 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 wait. As he's about to come, he says this and then stops intercourse and he's like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to fuck everything he, up. I'm going to wreck it. No, but this is, and wrecks his life. So, yeah. So, like, during intercourse with a woman, just as he's going to come, the man shouts, I'm going to wreck it. Or, I'm going to wreck it. I don't know how he says it. Then <laughs> proceeds to slip into crippling alcoholism and drug use, successif- successfully wrecking, quote unquote, his relationship, his life, and any dreams or ambitions he ever had. So stupid. Hey, Johnny. I gave Linda a wreck at Ralph last night. I know, Tim. That's why we're all here. This is an intervention. Sounds like <laughs> every cartoon nowadays. <laughs> Jesus. What kind of cartoons are you watching? <laughs> it's like, like Happy Trees. <laughs> happy Tree Friends. TV. Yeah, Happy Tree Happy Friends. Tree Friends where they just killed everyone. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Or they just I were stupid. I remember seeing that when I was younger. I was like, I was traumatized. I was traumatized. But me Noah. Too. Me and Noah. Noah's my brother. And we fuck we used to watch it all the time yeah would ben would so watch hard. it and he would laugh and i would, I would just watch it and be like ew like why do you like this but like that's kind of scary so gory and but i thought i mean I thought, I thought it, was it was like funny. final destination for children but it's like super cute little animals and then just on accident killing themselves or killing each other yeah no it's an accident What's it's it? all accidents oh you're right, you're right you're they're right. like well, <laughs> they like walked into glass or whatever they yeah, just fucking got... stupid have you yeah. ever seen that i've never seen it We've well, never have seen to show Happy you later. Tree Friends. Never have never seen Happy Tree Friends. Yeah, so cringy. <laughs> oh man, damn yeah, Happy well, Tree Friends. We'll have to show you after. So Austin, how are you? I'm doing re- really, really well, bud. How about you? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Hannah, you doing good? I'm surviving. Surviving. The end of the semester. Oh man, Same here, man. <laughs> so they're both in school, so smart <laughs> it's hard don't yeah. do it no do it's it smart if you don't do it yourself. don't conform we don't conform here <laughs> no conformity or obedience. no conform um yeah so like i said austin's a neuroscience major 
um, but he's also doing TMCC. Um, he worked at GNC for a while. He's a real total body type of person all world round. He's planning to live to like 400 or whatever. Um, he'll make it. Yeah, he'll make I it. I believe it. He's a pescatarian, so super healthy. Gay. Um, for all those. <laughs> he doesn't eat. He's not fun to go out to eat with. Oh, I'm very fun. I just make fun of everybody. But he eats cauliflower tacos. He eats cauliflower tacos. <laughs> oh, you cannot um, tell me that those are not good. Probably cauliflower buffalo or buffalo wings. Like, Have what you had you cauliflower you buffalo wings before? No, but I heard they were bomb. They are bomb. Wait. If you make them correctly. What? Yeah. So instead of like chicken, you use cauliflower and it tastes like chicken. Like it tastes bomb. Like some, some people have even said it tastes better than chicken. Oh God. That's for people in denial. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So he worked at Jeans. He works at Sprouts now. Um, he's taken. So ladies, we we yeah, he's I taken. Yeah, so just uh, back off. Um, we'll post a picture on our Instagram about. We'll just take a picture. Yeah, we always say that, and we never post anything on our Instagram <laughs> related uh, to the podcast. I'm going to this. I'm sorry. Guys. This yeah. whole week is going to be felt, like, oh, this episode, this episode. Yeah, this I fell, I fell off. I fell off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna post it. I'm gonna post it. Um. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Austin's a fucking smart guy. He's very smart, very smart. Um, and I'm proud to say he's my my bestie, my best friend. Same thing we're both in the we're both in the National Guard together. That's how we met. Um, we're both in services, so we're both little chefs. Um, even though when people don't want us to be, but it's okay. Um, that's another podcast. <laughs> um, but no, I just wanted to kind of highlight Austin what he's doing because he's changing lives changing the world so we're gonna get into some major questions that he has about he's our interviewee today yeah he's our big time guest this is all about austin so he's our feature and uh hope you guys enjoy let's get into this so austin go for (laughs) it this is like 20 questions um what's your favorite color my favorite color is forest green okay wow and i like to make it unique because the puts an image to the head very yeah forest. Uh-huh. instead of just green you think of a lot of green things but what type of forest rainforest or or, or mm, yeah like a blue forest. green rainforest? Pine, pine tree pine tree forest. oh okay, okay. Pine tree so forest. foresty forest mm. foresty foresty yeah mm. oh yeah very neutral <laughs> no i'm just kidding no. Jack's favorite color down, is green down to the yeah because we're smart see people who like green we're smart we go white but I just recently changed my favorite color. So yeah, it used to be red. Yeah, that was just, that was a bad time. <laughs> All right, <laughs> down to the real questions. So, being a neuroscience major, uh, what is your opinion on emotions and the effect on sleep and overall? Oh, sorry, I said and the effect on sleep and overall life it has over everyone. So emotions, talking about emotions. So how emotions sleep. connect to sleep, connect to overall life. Mm-hmm. Well, when you you look at the brain as a whole, you look at a majority of our lives are controlled by emotion rather than logic, yet we like to think that it's a lot of logical ideas that come to our head. Mm-hmm. But in reality, we're driven by emotion, and emotion will either kind of solidify a memory or it'll make you forget a memory. What I mean by that is every time you apply, the more emotion you apply to a memory, it, it becomes stronger and stronger and stronger. But if you try to repress that memory, it can become even stronger to repress it. So you may be able to forget it easier if you apply more emotion to it. Emotion has a more of an impact on our lives than we really realize. When it comes to sleep, our, our hormones, our, our basis of our biology will, will be deflected in our, in our sleep. It will come up in our dreams. Our unconscious kind of opens a, opens the door when we sleep and everything that we're kind of repressing throughout the day is, is opened up during, during sleep. So our dreams, our, our tensions, our fears, you name it, comes up in the sleep. During the day, if we have a specific type of emotion that we're trying to repress, like we're really fearful of another human being because we don't know how to deal with conflict. Most likely when we're sleeping, it's going to pop up in our, in our dreams. Um, hmm. I typically will do it as a test. I'll trick my brain into thinking that it's really fearful or something and see what it comes up into my dreams. And usually most people, if they look at their dreams, they can find a way to 
try and heal that trauma. But at the same time, most people don't have an effect or don't really have a control over their dreams. For instance, you know, you can be fighting someone in a dream and then you can be really getting your ass kicked. You can't figure out why you have no control over that. Mm -hmm. It's because you have no control in your life as if you're conscious. So that unconscious just brings out that whole fear of you. And the reason why you can't control it, it's because you can't control it when you're conscious. So it's teaching you a lesson to where you really can't control it. That's so interesting. So to kind of piggyback off that (laughs) military, um, does your subconscious have to deal with that as well? Because you're, because you're experiencing something that you're like so used to, like in a routine, like when you're driving or something. Uh, yeah. So I believe it's 10% or 5% of our daily lives are controlled by our conscious mind and 95% is controlled by our subconscious mind. So really our, our our daily behavior is, is focused on our subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. But what people don't realize is that your conscious mind will drive your subconscious. So if you're thinking of a good thought all day and you're really trying to think that thought, you're being grateful and you're trying to cycle that over and over and over in your head, that's your conscious mind talking. But what will influence your subconscious mind is that conscious thought that's being continually thought of or or just cycled through your head all day. If you think, man, I'm really grateful for my family. I'm really grateful to have. I have everything I need. That's going to continue throughout the next day and the next day. Everything you think the the previous day will affect you the next day. It'll affect you because your subconscious will find a way to try and bring it upon upon your life. So so that's how we can't really understand how it... uh or we may not understand how it pertains to an unconscious mind, your emotions, because your unconscious mind is affecting your conscious mind constantly. Constantly. Yeah. We're we're, not, we're 95% unconscious. I mean, what we're experiencing right now is only 5% of what our brain's doing. Everything you experience, whether it's love, driving, eating, smelling, would it be just from like routine, like routine behavior, habitual behavior? Uh-huh. All of that is only 5% of what our brain is truly doing. 95% is what we're completely unaware of. Whether our brain, our neurons are firing uh, around like 268 miles an hour and we're not even aware of that. Mm-hmm. It makes us who we are. And our, our brain's pretty remarkable and I think a lot of us take it for granted. There's a lot of ways to, to, to hack it though. And coming with the hacking, you have to... You have to know how you have to know who you are before you can hack your own mind. Mm-hmm. You don't know who you are, you're going to be f- pretty much solidifying a false self. Yeah, and I learned that the hard way. You you try to become someone you're not, and you can really go down a path that's not necessarily that, that happy one. Um, but all this stuff comes up in your dreams too. So when you when you're trying to become a different person, like you want to become an entrepreneur, you want to become a a, a strong athlete, mm-hmm. um, or you want to become smarter than you already are, your dreams will kind of give you those cues to see if you're on the right path. And I actually have a journal where I write down my dreams and I kind of connect the, the dream after dream after dream. Now, don't get me wrong. My handwriting is really sloppy when I, <laughs> when I get up in the middle of the night and I just like sometimes if it's a nightmare, I'll write down what that nightmare was. But it's, it's solidifying something and I truly do believe that. Um, but during the day, we can't see what our unconscious is because we have different brainwaves that alter um, different modes of the, of the mind. So That's crazy because like mm. I have like extremely insane but vivid dreams and i feel like i dream more often than like the regular person yeah because like, i usually don't dream i've been having dreams lately but i don't like don't usually dream like, like each night i'll probably have like at least two to three dreams at least and it's they're like oh, i can't even explain them but sometimes yeah they're just crazy it's and it's crazy to think like that could be related to so how do you my day how do you pertain that to like deja vu mm. deja vu because like i've had instances and this is what i believe i think in my opinion when we're having dreams and we're like oh i've seen this before i don't think it's past life i think we're seeing into the future i mean to be honest with you I, like that's what i think it is because it's like why would i have seen this before in my past life but i'm seeing it now again doesn't make any sense to me because it's the same exact people it's the same exact place and i'm like i think yeah. that because think about back in the day like you know going a little mythical nonfiction or fiction, excuse me. Um, you know, like oracles and shit like that, that could see into the future. They just had very vivid dreams and they could see what would happen. You know what I mean? And that's just, yeah. I feel like, or I'm feeling like your brain's going through different possibilities of what could happen. And then just one, just they selected that was well, either intense see, or my not. My deja or, vu would be so like spot on i could literally say what the person was gonna say while they're saying it like that's how 
precise my deja vu is. And I have deja vu, not right recently, but yeah. my deja vu used to happen like so often. So do you think that connects to, you know, your thinking patterns and like your unsub your but subconscious mind just saying that this is going to happen, but you know, cause you're not in control of your subconscious mind. You're just doing it. It's just like muscle memory of what you're doing. True. You know? So it's like, you're not even, sometimes I'm like, how did I even drive to this place? Like I have no idea how mm-hmm. I got here mm-hmm. because your subconscious mind is like, oh, you, you already know how to drive. You already know how to get here, but I don't remember driving. I don't remember getting there. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a specific I mean? term that I can't remember the term, but you can be driving down a, a straight road and you can completely lose track of 30 minutes because you're so focused on a straight line that hasn't been moving or adjusting your perception. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting driving down to Vegas is the perfect example because there's certain roads where you can drive so straight and so, it's so dead yeah. that you lose track of 30 minutes and then you kind of snap out of it and go, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. And and then there's deja vu. And then you, so you have like a bunch of past memories that are, are built up. And then your brain was like, well, I haven't truly resolved this yet. I want to bring this back into this person's life. But it brings it back in, a, in, the, in like the weirdest times, coffee shops or dinner or, or seeing someone that looks like someone that you've met before. Mm. You can't truly pinpoint it together. To be honest with you, deja vu, I don't believe has any type of connection towards our goals. It's just something our brain is trying to resolve unconsciously without our awareness, without us mm-hmm. needing to try to figure it out, but we're aware of it because it only happens when we're awake. We're not going to experience deja vu when we're sleeping. We're not going to think of someone that we may have known before. Sleep, your, your REM cycle is going to be dedicated to what you've thought about during the day or past traumas that are going to come up if you haven't truly dealt with them. But the deja vu is only going to happen when you're conscious, but it's just kind of like stored memories that haven't been processed yet to the fullest. You know, you're like, oh, so, man, I don't know how to deal so, with this. So you're saying that the memories are coming from the past. 100%. They're so you, definitely you past memories rather than, than future memories. And that's personal opinion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Getting deep on this podcast right now. Well, I guess about it makes, I, I like the way you described the way, it. Yeah, it the way sense. you, you, I see both sides. Um, like I just you, don't. you specifically saying it's your subconscious mind trying to figure out those memories while you're conscious like that just that makes sense to me yeah like how it could be yeah definitely the way it is. definitely a different perspective than i've ever heard because i was thinking like everyone always says your past life like I like your past life i don't think it's past life it could just be like your what you're saying hmm. your memories so like hmm. interesting let us know what y'all think for sure um <laughs> on instagram or twitter <laughs> <laughs> follow us um uh, i want to move over into nutrition so um my favorite, my favorite topic so austin is a big nutrition enthusiast and is basically a part of his whole life and he's really put me on a different path of you know both getting, of us both of us yeah getting into supplements and you know learning and we're still very far away from what he's ever done because he's very passionate about this and um want to give him a chance to express that on this podcast so um my question is for someone starting out mm-hmm. um what is the number one supplement you would suggest is the most important to develop first on the road to change and i know there's a lot to choose from so there's 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 millions to yeah. choose from definitely for from today's but society we've definitely synthesized a lot of natural vitamins out of and vitamins and supplements and just herbs in general that change people's lives now before I answer that question, I always ask, every, it's the same thing I always ask every single person. Are you willing to give up the thing that's causing you to be sick? If the answer is no, then you're most likely 30% likely to change. Or most likely, for instance, I'm like, are you willing to give up soda? Like mm-hmm. if you drink four cans a day, but you're so addicted to that sugar, you just can't give it up. If you're willing to ask, what can you use to decrave that sugar? That's different but I'm still going to consume the sugar until I find something that I can not be not So I don't have to crave it anymore. Yeah. But I get a lot of people who will come up to me and go, I will skip breakfast. I'll eat lunch and it's incredibly carbohydrate driven or, or just refined sugar driven. Mm-hmm. Then they'll go to bed, but then they'll drink mass amounts of soda right before bed. And they wonder why when they wake up, they have massive arthritic mimic like symptom pain or they have headaches or brain fog or tension in their neck 
or gut problems. They can't use, you know, they can't go to the bathroom properly. All of these things tie down to the very first thing that you start out with in the morning. Now, going back to your question, what would you supply to someone for starting out a long journey? Ironically, it's water. Now, people are going to go, okay, water, it's pretty self-explanatory. What I'm talking about is when you first wake up in the morning, warm pink salt, lemon water, it's one of the best things you can put in your body when you first wake up. The very first thing that you put in your body when you first wake up will determine your neurotransmitter output for the whole day, how your gut bacteria operates, Mm -hmm. how your heart variability functions, which is the different rhythms of the heart. All of these things are affected by the very first thing that you put in your body. So if it's sugar, it's a lot of, um, you know, some people drink soda when they wake up. Some people drink coffee right away. That's sugary and acidic at the same time. You're you're priming your body to become really acidic. Mm Mm-hmm. If you drink water, you alkalize your body. You flush out your lymphatic system. You flush out your blood. You allow your liver to produce digestive enzymes and gastric juices that can now properly digest your fatty meal and or carbohydrate-driven meal. If you want to consume that, that's that's fine to an extent. Just as long as you at least activate it. Wake up your organs with some water. 20 ounces at least. Throw a little oregano in there. Boost your immune system. Mm-hmm. You know, Oregano is not just good for immune health. It's good for your skin too. Believe it or not, it actually heals a lot of skin problems such as inflammation and uh you know if you have sunburns it's good for sunburns too if you know i mean you name it oregano can i mean topically i I don't advise against it burns but Mm -hmm. internally you'd be surprised you know it can rid your body of parasites too and a lot a lot of our population nowadays due to our modern society of our eating habits have a lot of parasites and they don't even know it parasites can be contributing to you know, brain fog, mm. heart problems, digestive problems, um, gout, edema, I mean, you name it. By just consuming these type of foods, you'd be surprised at how quick you can really alter your 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 body's ability to flush out these organisms and then you can radiate, your you, your health can radiate. Mm-hmm. You know, after the, you drink the lemon water and the pink salt water, the night, the extra sodium and the potassium inside the, the pink salt will spike up your blood sh- your blood pressure naturally and wake you up naturally. Now I'm a big fan of bulletproof coffee and I I free promo. will will, <laughs> will eat yeah, <laughs> bulletproof coffee. Yeah, no, that that's my baby and I, you know, kudos to Dave Asprey. I 100% have supported him since he has started out with his coffee and everything he's about is, is mm-hmm. awesome. So I drink coffee. I'm not against coffee. Just the type of coffee you drink, type, you know, what you use and it can really make out your tell, day. Tell people why. Tell people why though. Yeah, like Folgers and other types of different coffee because okay, why you can't get you only get a certain amount of surge from the caffeine and you just drop right after that. And tell people why. Uh, well, so I you, know why. So, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Um, so, so it depends on the type of coffee you you, you consume. Most a lot of coffee has been sitting on the shelves, grounded for a while, and not only just has it been sitting on the shelves, it, it could be not processed properly. Mm-hmm. There's just, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that can go wrong. Um, now a lot of people go with like the whole mycotoxin thing. Um, I'll listen to a bunch of podcasts on mycotoxins and you know, a lot of it gets eliminated through, I think something called wet processing. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of good co- coffee companies, they test their coffee for a lot of these mycotoxins that can cause a lot of things. And a lot of them are under trace amounts that can't even affect us anyways. But honestly, I, if you look at the research, a lot of it, you know, it could be, it could be correlated with that. Now with the coffee though, people go, well, I feel really good on this type of coffee, really good on this type of coffee. I'm going to be honest with you as a living proof. I have never felt as good as I had on any type of coffee besides Bulletproof. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have switched from Bulletproof and I don't get the caffeine headaches anymore. I don't get the digestive problems. My digestive health has surged to the fullest. Right. Every, and then incorporating his brain octane oil and his, his ghee butter and his collagen protein, you name it, my coffee has been transformed for the years I've been doing it. Um, with the other coffees that are on the shelf, though, you truly, it'd be, it, you, we have to research the kind of coffee because it's, it's the most consumed product in the world, mm-hmm. um, I believe. Um, and No, you're right. It has to be monitored. You know, if we have all these coffees on the shelf, there's just so many different coffees and people go, well, it can't be as big as a problem as, as we think it is. Well, it really is a big problem due to the fact that some, some companies don't, don't really keep their, their coffee grounds as clean as we think they do. And mm. it'll affect us. They go, well, where's your research? Well, like you just listen to how you feel. 
I can drink Folgers coffee all day and I'll feel like garbage. And I really, really have tested all these things on my body and they just, it's horrible. You drink Bulletproof coffee, your local coffee, you know, it's really good. It's, it changes your body. Not only that, caffeine makes you severely dehydrated if you don't drink water afterwards. Mm-hmm. It'll deplete you of all your minerals. And, you know, most people take their B vitamins after they, or before they drink coffee. And I'm, I'm like, no, 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 don't do that because B vitamins are water soluble. They need water and you're going to flush all that water out with the minerals that help absorb that B vitamin. You take them 30 minutes to an hour after coffee. Mm-hmm. But I noticed a bulletproof is I don't, you, I don't, you, I don't like, I don't pee as much as I do on bulletproof than I do with other coffee. So I'm like, I wonder if there's a correlation between certain types of bacteria and or mycotoxins that are causing me to really just flush out water out of my body compared to bulletproof or I think it's like one or two times other coffees mm-hmm. it was like three or four, even five times I went within an hour of consuming certain types of coffee. Bulletproof is one to two times. Yeah. Um, so there's a difference there and I can feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, yeah. Have you done research into that? Like I, I've researched different companies on how they process their coffee. Um, a lot of them, they, they have to abide about a lot of these, these laws and regulations. And, you know, you can't just put coffee on the shelf and call it coffee. Well, well the main uh, supplier of the world is from Brazil, you know, and it comes, Very it true. comes right Very from true. Brazil and it's the travel date and they all across the world. Those, those beans, those unground beans could turn moldy. True. That's where black mold comes from on the coffee. No one, under, no one knows that. So just keep consuming the black, black mold from their coffee. Cause like you said, they're sitting on the shelves. Even when they're grounded, you're grounding moldy beans Yeah, from all over the world. And no one can yeah. tell because the bean, the beans are black. So it's like, you can't, no one's like, Oh, it's, it's still good. But that's why people are, you know, seeing negative effects from caffeine instead of from, you know, the positive that it's supposed to positive that it's supposed to, uh, that it can have on you. You know, what's interesting about the calf whole caffeine thing is people, people kind of connect like, Oh man, after I drink coffee, I get a really massive headache. Well, is it, is it, is it a brain problem or a, or a mind problem or is it just a caffeine is allergy to de- the type defici- of caffeine? The deficiency from the caffeine that you're intaking. Yeah. Y- yeah. You know, you're really addicted to the type of caffeine, you know, oh, keep in mind, caffeine is a drug and it goes to your liver for processing. Mm-hmm. People who cannot process caffeine the proper way, will feel longer effects of jitter of jitterness and um lightheadedness and i mean you name it that was definitely me when i first started drinking coffee um like actual coffee that's why i don't drink hot coffee because if i drink hot coffee then i'll get really jittery i think it's the My type head- of coffee that you're intaking well i mean i don't know because yeah. whenever it's cold coffee i'm fine but if it's hot coffee i like my stomach will hurt like you have to go shit no yeah, <laughs> yeah like right away but not with cold coffee mm-hmm. just with hot coffee and like I'll get super jittery, like I get that headache. So I wonder, like how I don't know how like how that temperature would even be in effect. Well, coming back to what you, what you what you said, Jack, about um, where you use the bathroom afterwards. Coffee is a is a not only diuretic but a, it's a vasodilator to the small blood vessels of, of the digestive tract, so it helps you use the bathroom a lot more efficiently. People usually go and they feel great after going because they drink coffee. Well, that's the same well, thing. That's drinking coffee. alcohol too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most coffee, even if it's bad coffee, will still help you go to the bathroom. It's just yeah. the properties of it. Um, the high, the high polyphenols or polyphenols, however people say it, the type of coffee you drink will actually affect your gut bacteria as well. And I've learned that through Bulletproof through his books that he's provided that. If you drink coffee that has been tested, it, it, you you know it comes from an ethical source and a fair trade source. You get to your shelves, you know there's no mold on it, yada yada yada. It'll actually affect the way your gut bacteria are communicating. And if it's bad coffee, the more acidity to that coffee will actually make your gut bacteria less communicate and you'll actually have more stomach problems. But the polyphenols actually feed your gut bacteria and they help you work, help your body work a lot more efficiently. And that's what will help you go to the bathroom a lot more. You take a probiotic with that. You're on. You're on a pretty good start um, to you know your your day. Because I guarantee somebody who doesn't go to the bathroom in the morning is that their day is usually ruined. Yeah. Or they feel like garbage all day. So yeah, because they're um, holding that in. Yeah. But yeah, going back to the hot and cold coffee, I'm that way too a little bit. If I if I drink cold coffee, I won't get the rush of caffeine. I think it has to do with just the heating properties of it. But hot coffee, anytime, like it'll affect me faster. But I've mm-hmm. detoxed my liver, and I've, I've provided my body with the proper mechanisms to process a drug like caffeine, and I don't get the jitters like I used to. I don't get the I caffeine headaches. I don't either. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like when I first started drinking coffee and like, cause I would start drinking it. I didn't really start drinking it till college cause I would drink it when I studied cause yeah. it would help me remember the caffeine would. Um, and then I drink coffee right before the test. So that would like that correlation would help me. But, um, yeah, like now a hundred percent, not the same as what it was. And I think it's just because I've gotten used to it, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've been on a tea kick. I've been doing tea every day before work, like black tea and just for the energy. And yeah. I'm just like, I haven't been touching the coffee there um, as much before. Today's actually the first time I had coffee in weeks. Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of it because we got a free drink from Starbucks. So We <laughs> always uh, get a free drink. We, when we're there, we always, <laughs> Starbucks don't listen to this. Um, <laughs> actually <laughs> listen to this and sponsor us so we yeah, always get free us. drinks. Um, sure. well, not Starbucks, is, Starbucks isn't as bad as, as everybody thinks it is. I mean, I, I like Starbucks, but at the same time, I wouldn't drink it every single day. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I wouldn't. I would stick to a lot of coffee that's either fair trade or I know where it's coming from. But mm-hmm. Starbucks isn't as bad as, as people think. It's decent coffee. It's good coffee and it sells because people feel good on it. They're not yeah. feeling terrible, but it's, it's more, it's, it's, it's bought more than the shelvings of like Folgers coffee and stuff like that. People like Starbucks over that stuff, and I don't blame them because mm-hmm. it makes them feel different. Yeah, it could be because of the sugar or something like that. But I mean, if people get a regular latte, I know a couple of friends who like that feeling, and then they'll drink Folgers, like, oh, I feel like garbage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll explain the science. That's and what go, I, okay, it makes sense. So, like, so. I, I had Bulletproof for what, like a, a minute. Yeah, for a minute. And then um, I ran out and I was like, I don't feel like going to the store. So I tried Folgers again, I spit it out disgusting he couldn't drink it i couldn't drink it it was disgusting i'm yeah. drinking it straight black just like i was drinking drinking uh bulletproof but adding all this stuff into it but you know how did it make you feel when you drank it oh man i hated it it was the worst it was like i i, I couldn't drink it i didn't i'd had no like, i think you meant the bulletproof oh bulletproof or are you folders. talking about bul- bulletproof which one were you talking about uh, so no, okay so how did it make you feel when you drank folders again sorry i didn't clarify when, uh, when i drank oh, folders yeah. again i i well, he couldn't. I couldn't. Thing. Like, like he, I, I drank a little bit and I, I sipped it. And I was like, this is so fucking gross. Like, I, I don't know why, but like it totally changed because I was on Bulletproof for like a month. Yeah. Like about a month. And then I, I was like, fuck, I need to go back to get some more. But, you know, I have folders right here. It's early in the morning. Like, shit, I just need some coffee right now. And then I just, it just totally fucked me up. I was like, oh my God, I feel terrible. That and makes then, sense. And you explaining to it to me is like, yeah that's how exactly how i felt coming back from kind of it's like it's like you're getting off a drug and you're trying to <laughs> trying this other drug that shit you know so <laughs> i i don't really know anything about that but um but i want to talk about um you know mushroom base uh like medicinal mushrooms mu- mushroom based coffee oh okay like chaga and reishi chaga like okay. you know lion's mane you know oh different, lion's mane is my different stuff that you know could be beneficial because i know there's when it comes to, when it comes to mushroom based coffee it's like what i don't know 200 what's it called you know what i'm talking you know what i'm talking about yeah, 200 less uh than caffeine there's not that much caffeine in it you know yeah and i think it has to do with like dark roast has less caffeine because you're roasting the beans longer and mm-hmm. light roast has more caffeine because you're not roasting it as long um i think that's correct but when it comes to the medicinal mushroom coffee, there's Four Sigmatics Coffee, which is by far, I think, one of the only companies who have a true medicinal mushroom coffee. And a majority of their coffee be, uh, grounds are mixed with chaga and lion's mane. Now, lion's mane in, lion's mane in general is, is, is a fantastic nootropic. And a nootropic is just another fancy word for a brain nutrient. It not only is it good for hyperfocus, but it's good for healing inflammation of the neurons. It's good for healing inflammation of the rest of the body. It's excellent for your gut health. It's like a prebi. It's pre and probiotic for your for your gut health. Feeds mm-hmm. the bacteria. But not only that, it's so beneficial for your brain in general that most people taking it just feel like they can remember more feel like they can concentrate and they have better judgment skills and and pre-planning skills and it it mainly targets the whole brain but mainly the prefrontal cortex and that's where all our decision and planning come from but Mm -hmm. most of the time orbital frontal cortex too and that's right below the prefrontal cortex that has to do so for someone who has an addiction problem gambling for instance is a good one um their their orbital frontal cortex will actually be hyperactive for someone who is a gambler so it's harder to get off that because dopamine is so it's so highly produced in that area that they just can't get off the addiction 
Well, hmm. a, a lot of people taking lion's mane have, have, have I mean, even myself, when I used to go on like a coffee fast, I take lion's mane, it actually helps me. I don't know if that was a placebo or if that was my body just telling me, hey, this really works, but it helped me get off of these different types of, you know, like like doing a coffee fast, getting off these drugs like really, really fast um, so I can, you know, not get so addicted to caffeine. Mm. But either way, I still had some of the lightheaded effects and but I noticed with if you include chaga into it, it also makes it a lot more efficient as well. Now, these medicinal mushrooms are highly studied, so they, 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 there's a lot of background behind them. Mixing them in coffee just makes it even more beneficial for you. Now, chaga is grown on the side of a tree, and it's been used for thousands of years. And it's a, it's a, it's a youth mushroom. People use it as teas for a lot of skin issues, mm-hmm. um, brain issues and stuff like that. But just mixing the two with the coffee is a fantastic addition to add for, you know, you know, weight loss stuff. Yeah. Uh, people, you know, coffee is a thermogenic and it heats up your body and, you know, it turns your metabolism so you can burn fat and sugar at a higher rate. Well, if you add a little bit of fat to that with the mushrooms, like grass-fed butter or brain octanol or MCT oil, you're allowing your body to produce ketones and ketones will keep your body fueled for longer periods of time. So if you do have sugar, your body will burn that, but it'll still have a fuel source of fat. Now, trying this at first will won't be so effective because some people don't know how to metabolize fat right away and they'll just start to store it. Mm-hmm. So you have to really work on, you have to really make that a prime fuel source. So your body can actually use that as fuel and it's the only thing it can use as fuel. It doesn't have a choice. So it will start using fat as fuel. It'll produce ketones at a higher level and it'll make you feel fuller. That's why I like brain octanol so much. The more I consume it, the more satisfied I feel. And to be quite honest with you, sometimes I don't even need breakfast. Sometimes it's just bulletproof coffee and I'm done. Yeah. And that's how I felt yeah. when I was on it too. Yeah. I was like, I didn't really need anything else for breakfast. And I was kind of tied all the way to lunch, you know, honestly. Oh yeah. And it's amazing how it works. Yeah. yeah. And just having that higher level is insane. So Chaga and Lion's Mane. Chaga and Lion's Mane. You can just get the powder and put it in bulletproof coffee if Seriously, you want. yeah. To be honest with you, it's totally up to you. Because to be honest with you, they're, they're both relative. I think, I think the four sigma is like $19, but mm. I think bulletproof is only 14. So you just kind of like weigh your options on what you want to, what you want to buy. But I've tried all the medicinal mushrooms and they're fantastic. Cordyceps, for instance, is had a conversation with a guy in Sprouts and he, he uses cordyceps for as a pre-workout. I use it as a pre-workout too. It helps your body create more oxygen. Yeah. So the more oxygen in your body, the better, obviously, but it helps your body flush out lactic acid too. So you get a better as a quote unquote pump that most people in the gym use. Also oh, it loses your soreness faster. <laughs> It, it, yeah, wow. exactly like you lose your soreness yeah. faster Helps. that's crazy yeah it's it's pretty amazing and it, it works to quite, quite extent so it's yeah. pretty amazing that's really interesting coffee everyone <laughs> drink better coffee and it's looking a little or tired start, actually s- start out with water let's start out with water <clears throat> um so how do you gauge sleep and nutrition um and what goes hand in hand with both yeah. um as in like like what what exactly do you mean do you mean so like the healthier you in eat, general the more you sleep basically or right? is your is your nutrition based on your sleep or is your sleep based on your nutrition do, um, do they both go hand in hand your diet has a 100 percent effect on how well you sleep at period yeah if you drink a lot of soda or caffeine before bed you're gonna affect your sleep you're gonna disrupt mm. the brain waves you if you're uh you're disrupt brain, brain waves uh, typically when you're right now you and i are in a, a beta state right <clears throat> we're, we're talking we're, we're engaged when you meditate or when you start to go into sleep mode, you're relaxing, you're in alpha state. The first stage is theta sleep, theta, uh, theta waves. That's the light sleep. Uh, it's what people usually get when they're watching a movie and they kind of go in and out, in and out, in and out of a movie. That's theta waves. Um, delta, delta sleep is the deep sleep. It's a really good way to remember it. People who are in delta wave are in deep sleep. Your body produces chemicals where you're paralyzed and you can't move because it's preparing for deep sleep and REM sleep, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that all has a role with what you eat. Mm-hmm. They're all correlated. Your diet comes is correlated with everything you do. Um, typically, what you eat throughout the day, like if you have a sufficient amount of good, clean carbs, you will sleep better. Um, but if you have too much of the bad carbs, it'll do the opposite. Um, so many people nowadays are hooked on melatonin. I'm not against melatonin. What I am for is using the natural routes of melatonin. And rather that <clears throat> calm shit everyone's talking about, the well, melatonin pure uh, humidifier that you're breathing in. There's, there, there is, there's humidified melatonin. 
No, yeah, yeah that's like it's, a thing that's a, going around I've never heard it's of Instagram. Little, it's this little white stick that's wow. called Calm, and you're smoking. Looks the, like an e-cig, literally, but it's melatonin. But it's, Very it's a melatonin stick, and it helps you relax. But I don't know how real, and you don't have to charge it or anything. It just, it's just there, I guess. I don't know. I haven't read the full details, but it's like they're saying that you could get like a pack of three for like this amount. And I was mm-hmm. like, melatonin. <laughs> well, to help. And then they said it's more beneficial than taking supplements of melatonin before bed because it's hmm. the, the purified version of it reacts faster and makes you relax faster than a, because they said they'd <laughs> take it like up to an hour for one to kick in for, but that goes with anything if you take it, you know, by mouth and you know. Well. So when they said that it's a more purified version of it, is that what the company who made that product said? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Well, typically, it doesn't matter how purified melatonin is. It still has to be broken down by your gut bacteria, and it has to be synergistically... And that's different for everyone. It's different for everybody. Yeah, so it could take up to three, five hours, whatever, or five minutes for someone. And keep in mind, your pineal gland is what produces melatonin. It doesn't matter how much melatonin you take. If you're not in synergy with that, you're not going to be... It doesn't matter. It's going to work, but it's it'll synthesize it, that and it'll kind of falsely produce mass amounts of it. So do you have a... Does it come out to be a negative effect on uh, your on your sleep if you have too much producing in that... Um, whatever you said, penal, whatever? Oh, in the pineal gland? Well, the pineal gland... Gl- it's funny. I'm glad you bring this up because <laughs> talking about sleep and, and melatonin... No, it sounded funny, right? He said... He said I said penal, penal gland. Yeah, penal gland. <laughs> Penal gland. Where's your penal gland? <laughs> Pineal. Sorry. It's right Pineal. here. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm thinking with my penal gland. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Get your head out of the nasty. <laughs> Get your head out of the nasty. Um, you know, um, typically, when it comes to you know your pineal gland, it, it, it will only produce melatonin if you're in a completely dark environment. Yep. So if really? you're in the middle of yep. 100%. That's, what ma- that's why you get sleepy when it's dark because you are producing melatonin. 100%. Really? If uh-huh. light wow. touches your toenail, you will instantly suppress melatonin in mm-hmm. the body. It are doesn't matter serious? where it touches. That's why blackout curtains are such a fantastic thing. That's I, why I love sleeping when it's completely dark. Yeah. And I told him, because the door's open... And he likes keeping the Christmas lights on. I'm like, mm-hmm. babe, well, shut yeah. them off before going to bed. Like, I, like I, the I, I see light. the light. I don't like it. I can't sleep. Yeah. He's like, no, I like the Christmas lights just at the door. But I can still see the lights. Like, no, it doesn't work. Okay, that now can... now I know the reason why. Okay, Hannah, my smart friend here is explaining things. All right. Yeah, if you even if you see the light underneath your door, it'll affect you. Really, it, the wavelengths of light so, or, or doesn't matter. The wavelengths will affect you. So all those pussies that had a nightlight, like <laughs> I had a nightlight, and the ones that used to <laughs> flick on to the red, green, yellow. My red was my favorite because it was the lowest. <laughs> so I was really happy, and I'd freeze it there. But yeah, I noticed. You know, when I was younger, I didn't get as much great sleep as i thought and i think parents don't understand that like yeah kids are yeah. scared of the dark but at yeah, the same yeah, exactly. time it's like you're affecting their sleep maybe even with high schoolers you know being so close to their phone you know having the light on having the tv on while you're sleeping that's what i used to do as a oh, kid i'd horrible. have the tv yep. on and me, you just you're sleeping. then you wake up at 3 a.m i didn't, I didn't know that that full house is on. i didn't know that that or, no uh george lopez <laughs> oh george lopez that's what it was <laughs> one of my favorite shows growing up you have to stay up till 3 a.m. to watch it. <laughs> no, no, not anymore. No, it's a repeat. Yeah. Um, who has TV anymore? <laughs> yeah. Um, Netflix. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Um, <laughs> but no, that's interesting. I had no idea that light actually affects your melatonin rates in your body. Another thing that actually, see, the more the more you talk about this stuff and think about it, the more you actually appreciate what your body actually does to mm-hmm. heal you and re, and regenerate you and, and such. There is a a gland or a, a clump of nuclei in the brain called the suprachiasmic nucleus. It's a C uh, SCN. It's a fancy word. It's your biological clock in the brain. It, that is disrupted if you're not on a proper sleep to wake cycle. Melatonin affects that, but also your diet. For instance, during the nighttime, like you can drink coconut milk, warm coconut milk with Ugh. turmeric um, and cinnamon coconut. and nutmeg and raw honey or whatever. You can do something in that nature. It will help you sleep better. But the only natural source of melatonin that's true natural source of melatonin that's a food base is dark tart cherry juice. Hmm. I will drink dark tart cherry juice before bed every single night and I say, sleep. Say that five times fast. Dark tart 
cherry juice dark <laughs> dark tart dark 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 you can rap on that um it, it's amazing and it works and mm. it will not suppress the natural production it will increase the natural production really? now this is for men and i read this in a book and i can't remember the books where i read it at but men who take over 10 grams of melatonin consistently will actually actually lower their testosterone levels really that's you're not supposed to take 10 grams some people have such bad um sleep anxiety they just can't fall asleep their their thoughts are racing so they have to take such a high dose or they go to sleeping pills but it will it will really hack you that could be changed in all natural ways you don't have to go straight to yeah yeah yeah, you you can can totally change change your diet like we've been talking about like 100 true and a lot lot of people run to medication medication to go to sleep and that feel like you're just limiting your whole entire body for that shit. And I think you're the one that can atone to this more than, more than me, but like experiencing it. Yeah. But like seeing people being relied on all those drugs that over the counter drugs and medication to, it's a quick fix to to, honestly. Yeah. I mean, no, no one wants to put in that work. That's why you're going to live to like a thousand. Yeah. Other just just keep in mind, dehydration like will affect your sleep as well. If, you're, if your mm-hmm. electrolyte intake is imbalanced or your electrolyte levels are imbalanced, it will affect the way your rhythms of sleep are affected and how well, how deep sleep or how much deep sleep you get, how much REM sleep you get are affected by electrolyte intake. So people are going to start chugging Gatorade. No, not the do Gatorade because it's just chug- sugar. No, that's no. all sugar, yeah. Like, there's a, there's a, there you can do you know, Pedialyte, you know, if it's a clear and on the flavored version or you can do a company called Trace Minerals, um, yeah. which is one of my favorite mineral companies and there are there, there 400 milligram magnesium doses. It's all ocean trace minerals. Those are more bioavailable and recognizable to the body. It's absorbed immediately. It's not even processed in the gut. It's just, mm-hmm. it's absorbed right when it, right when it hits your body for processing, it's, it's absorbed. So it doesn't need to be broken really? down by the small intestine whatsoever. <laughs> it's amazing. And your body, if you take the like magnesium before taking magnesium before bed or a good general dose of an electrolyte, the, the It'll it'll balance out your heart rhythm, but it also vasodilate your the the coronary arteries inside your heart, so you actually get smoother transflow of blood and deoxygenated blood to the heart and oxygenated blood out to the rest of the body. Really? You will completely balance out that process if you intake magnesium and other minerals before bed. And people don't realize you can really change your sleep by just adding magnesium alone. So it'll, it'll relax like you. a tablet of 500 milligrams or like what? I wouldn't do a tablet because it has to be broken down if it's a tablet. Straight uh. liquid. And it tastes like the ocean. That's why I just do it in one ounce of water and just chug it. But so it's pretty amazing. Let's let's talk about <laughs> when I first got to know Austin. Um, and he would tell me some crazy ass shit that he does with his <laughs> diets and whatever the fuck he's doing constantly. He, has a, <laughs> he brings a whole backpack. Oh my back! Everywhere, and everywhere he goes, and he has a backpack full of all of supplements. his supplements. And I'm just like, damn, he's running like a drug train out here. <laughs> no, the first thing I was like, I had no idea who this guy was, but he's just pulling shit out of his backpack, and I'm just looking at him, and I'm like, holy fuck, dude! Like, do you work at GNC? And he did. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, damn, G- I was I was completely right about him. But no, this guy, <laughs> this guy, when he was talking to me, I was so baffled by what he was saying because he was telling me he's like, I want to get sick. I wanna. I want people to cough on me. I want people to come at me with sickness. Sounds like, crazy. I, Anybody yeah. listening to this podcast will will totally like, agree that's crazy. Why would anyone want to be sick? But yeah. he's he's told me he's like I'm testing my the limits of my body and what I'm putting my body through and what I'm putting in my body. I want to test it and see how, how beneficial it is. And that's how I know. 100%. That's how I knew this guy was fucking crazy. But at the same time, <laughs> I knew he was actually one of the smartest people I know because he's actually doing the research. Other people Thanks, can talk. Bro. Other people can talk about it all fucking day, but this guy's fucking cough on me, spit <laughs> on me. Like I, you're sick, give me a hug. I'm like, no, what? Other people are like, get the fuck away from me. I don't yeah. want to be sick because yeah, you people get the don't. Flu? Know, people, I give you a hug, man. People don't well, know how to process it. The more you're exposed it. to it, the more your body creates an immune response to it. Yes, so that exactly. means the less, like you won't become sick often because your body has such a high immune response. Yeah, but coming from like. People are like, no, don't hug me. I'm sick, you know. And then hearing this guy, give me a hug, <laughs> and I'm just like, whoa, dude. Like, that's interesting. No, and yeah. he and he does it all the time, constantly. And yeah, I'm, and I'm, like, I'm not afraid of people being sick. It, it really it builds my immune system throughout mm-hmm. the year. And you know, typically this flu season that people like to talk about, it's not flu season. It, it's it's a it's it's not just a vitamin D3 deficiency. As much crazy as that sounds, that's an over exaggerated vitamin. It really is. But truly, we are not exposed to sunlight 
that well during the winter time. Not only is it vitamin D3, but when you're exposed to sunlight constantly, you're activating 200 different types of antigens your immune system now has readily available for different types of bacteria and viruses and parasites and fungi, mm-hmm. etc. So when that's why it's called flu season. Flu season because, because we're not activating those. We're not activating those. Yeah. We're not activating vitamin D3 and getting it synthesized no through our liver. It's amazing. Jesus. People <laughs> freak out and they go towards vitamin C. Vitamin C is a great antiviral. It's a great preventative. Some people take too many high doses of it. Honestly, 1,000 to 2,000 milligrams dose is awesome. You can take even up to 5,000 milligrams. People think it's going to be peed out. Your body will use what it needs. When they Mm -hmm. generalize and they say everybody's going to flush it out, regardless, you only need 200 milligrams, that's absurd. If you mix it with something called bioflavonoids, Quercetin, rutin, um, you know, uh, you know, camu camu berry. People are gonna have to rewatch, re-listen to this to write everything <laughs> right, down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, I, like I can spout as much information as I can, but you know, th- these really will affect you. But it's not just vitamin C. Vitamin D three is a pro hormone and activates one thousand different genes inside our body every single time it's processed. And that means it's a preventative for a lot of different things. Do your research. You don't have to listen to me. You can look on what is vitamin D three good at preventing and you'll get all these different types of resources going oh it's good for this it's good for balancing out this and that and that and mm-hmm. it's amazing so it's over exaggerated but if you do it right you can really process it right i also do want to say in the summertime typically people will take these massive loads of vitamin or vitamin d3 then they'll realize my vitamin d3 levels are still low well if your liver is backed up it's not producing it's it's, it's sluggish you name it it doesn't matter how much vitamin D3 your body obtains from the sun or obtains from your food. It has to go through your liver for processing. So if your liver is fatty, you have lipid droplets sitting in your liver as not processed. It's, you know, your liver enzymes are too high or too low, whatever. Vitamin D3 will go to your liver and it won't be processed and it'll just be flushed out of your body. If the most effective way to get vitamin D3 into the body is by cleaning out your liver because it has to go through the liver for processing. And you do that with you do that um, with milk thistle. What's it called? Um, Dandelion beetroot. Beetroot is an excellent version. Liver. Uh, Turmeric is an excellent liver uh, detoxer. There's a lot of these different types of detoxers. Yeah. Sarsaparilla and shishanda berry. These are yeah. all ancient Sh- berries. That shishanda berry. Shishanda berry. Sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla. But not only do all of these help with detoxing your liver, they also help process fat. So if you have lipid droplets on your liver, it'll actually metabolize these fatty acids so your body can work a lot more efficiently at breaking down these fat-soluble vitamins. Especially vitamin A2 is processed in the liver too. If your liver is backed up, your fat-soluble vitamin processing will be completely inhibited. And then people will still be deficient in D3 even though they're taking 5,000 IU a day. Yeah, but they don't understand that it's just going straight out. Yeah. That's crazy. And you have to take vitamin K2 with D3 as well to be properly absorbed. Right. Um, And if you don't, then it's going to be even harder to... It's kind of pointless at that time. It's kind of pointless. Yeah. But another fun fact, if your gut bacteria is flourishing, like really flourishing, and you know you get it checked and et cetera, it will already produce vitamin K2 naturally through the natural production of, a, of your gut bacteria being thrived. So you won't need a gut, you won't need a K2 supplement, but most people don't have thriving bacteria in their guts. So they need a supplement. Mm-hmm. So you'll notice a difference really fast by supplementing with these, these different types of products and doing detoxes and stuff. So no, that's, that's super interesting, bro. Like I'd never knew half this stuff and I've known you for a minute now. <laughs> um, so what about brain activity through a natural base and not through supplements? How do you how do you gauge to, you know, um, does movement go into that? You know, to enhance your brain activity. One hundred percent. You know, just moving and constantly, you know, moving, um, but not something that's a supplement. Something natural. Something just, natural, as in just walking. Just, in, just introduce, and yeah. Exercise in general. Yeah, no, truly, I think exercise is one of actually the most beneficial. You know, your, your diet will affect how well you exercise. You can exercise all you want. If your diet's terrible, it's not going to do anything. Right. But if you can eat all the healthy food that you want, if you don't exercise, it doesn't matter. In fact, it's actually quite dangerous to continually detox without exercising because you can actually build up a lot of these fatty acids, or not just fatty acids, but just acid residue in general to where if you're not if you're not flushing out your body, you're not exercising, you're not going to a sauna, you're not riding a bike, or you name it, playing football outside in the summertime, yeah. you're going to build up these toxins inside your body and then it's actually just going to sit there. 
and it becomes worse. Now you just metabolize all of these terrible toxins and you can't flush them out because you're sedentary. So they are very hand in hand, something to keep in mind. But with exercise though and natural brain activity, um, uh, typically our brain dedicates its entire entity to movement. if, you, if your body wasn't made to move, your brain has, I mean, your brain is minimal. A lot of your brain tissue goes towards movement. So it's really important to, um, not only that, just stretching. I always like to say this, stretching out your body stretches out your brain and stretches out your mind. Mm-hmm. So the more you stretch, the more your brain is stretching, hypothetically. Really? But it's really stretching out these motor neurons to work a lot more efficiently and, and, and really get activated. Because a lot of atrophy comes from people who don't stimulate certain types of muscles in the body. And there's over 600 muscles. That's a lot of muscles to stimulate in the body, but you can stimulate them with the proper movement exercising and just going back to the primal days. So mm-hmm. exercise has a huge role in that. Yeah. And I always constantly think to myself like Austin, cause I used to work in a gym and you know, I had people around me that knew a lot, but ever since I missed Austin, like met Austin, I was like, they don't know shit because it's like if Austin was a personal trainer and he knows all this stuff and let, let's just be clear about something. He doesn't get any of his information from the internet. Absolutely not one thing from the internet. He goes straight from the books. Like he, and he, he quotes them all the time. You meet him. He's like, Oh, I read this book and that's how I got this information. Or he went to a class and he got this information and he got he it from a professional. Research. He does his research and not just based off of fucking and he's proven it to me so like he doesn't go to wikipedia and is like oh you know chaga has this you know it's like no chaga is a mushroom i know chaga (laughs) did you know chaga was no he fucking knows the intricacies of what he's talking about through books not through the fucking internet because no one can everyone everyone's opinion is different everyone's doing anything minimal, anyone can post anything and, yeah, and everyone's yeah, doing everyone's doing minimal research but he's actually getting it from books from people you know that have doctorates phds that are actually teaching exactly. him and um people don't understand that so people kind of be like no he just got all this shit from the internet and 100 people, don't, get people don't people don't think that he actually knows what he's talking about um you know so if he sees someone come into like when he used to work at gnc he would see guys walk into the store and be like Oh, this guy is real skinny, you know, but he, he's, he's a skinny, muscular dude. Um, you'll see on Instagram if you want to go check him out. Um, but he, um, you know, people think like, oh, just because he's not super fucking big, he's doesn't know what he's doesn't know about. what he's talking about. So he's like, oh, you you don't know what he's talking about. But he's actually doing his fucking research. And if people recognize that, he'll give them more and more, you know, and being like, if they actually want to learn and if they accept what he's talking about he'll actually drop some fucking knowledge on you like i'm always like silent when he's talking because i want to gain i want to just fucking listen to everything um and having this podcast as a platform is like huge because he can actually get his word out there yeah that's important Um, right now and and allowing you guys to kind of you know i was like improving the lives of my close family friends and you you both are 100 percent of that aspect and I, i would do i would drop anything i'm doing to make sure that you guys can live the best life possible. And some people think, oh, what's the point? We all go in the same grave. I'm telling you right now, the quality of life is worth trying to improve than just I'm here for a great time and a long time. No, I'm here for a long time and, and a, a great fucking time. great time. I love Absolutely. that. I so I know fucking, well, I'm not just fucking short time. I'm going to have a great time for the long time. Absolutely. Like, like put some damn passion in it. Like take care of your fucking body. It's there to keep you it's, alive i mean if you want to live a long you life know? You know and just yeah. people talking about oh life expectancy is going down and down and down it's because no one fucking takes care of themselves you know yeah. and i i'm subject to it i know hannah's subject to it we don't always take complete care of ourselves like austin does it's like completely passionate about it but we're learning and we're continuously mm-hmm. asking questions and we're wanting to do it and that's the first step honestly to just keep going um so seriously yeah like Austin's been a blessing in both of our lives based off of his knowledge and his friendship and loyalty and you know just Austin motherfucking Dutra sprouts off of what you want to go in going out just say sprouts in Reno no there's there's not many sprouts in Reno the second sprouts the farthest sprouts 
No, go look for him. Sprouts I, in Reno. Hear him out. Yeah, Tivy, you, you can come. You can come talk to me and question me on anything you want. Here's the thing that people like to. What people like to do is go. Okay, if someone comes up to you with this specific ailment or something, could you help them? Absolutely. Yeah. I can do it based off memory. I don't need to go look it up. Mm-hmm. And that's where my that's where my qualification. That's where my integrity comes from. That I can sit there and I can reason with an emotional human being because they really need change. And I can sit there and I can go. I know how to break you down. I can tell you exactly what you're doing. That's that's you know, harming your body. Let's get you built from the roots back up to the top. You know, it's mm-hmm. like it, it, I don't, you know, like they always will question my reputable sources. And do you, you have know any what? certifications? It's like there's certain things I, will, I won't talk about in public. Cause some people go, well, you know, you, you know, where'd you get this at? You need to make sure you have, you know, reputable sources. Well, here's my five sources from holistic doctors and, or, you know, people who are just medical doctors in general who are going out and, changing the world to their podcast here's my proof i've wor- used it on myself it works on me because of them so you know yeah you know typically you come up with me with anything i'm not telling i'm not kidding right now I, I can i can do whatever i take to to help you out and that's that's a and, gift that I've, I've wanted to do for people yeah, it's and a that's passion, the thing yeah. with you too it's like you're not going to tell anybody that you wouldn't do either or that you haven't already done like yeah Everything that you tell, all the advice that you give, you're like, well, I I haven't tried it, but yeah, like I've experienced this. I tested this on my own body. Like I'm telling Mm -hmm. you this, not just from what I read, but from my own experience. And that's what people are lacking in that type of field. Uh You you nailed it. You nailed it, Hannah. Yeah. By far. You know, and that's what's the most impressive, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Amazing. So last thing. Um, do you believe in the life being, uh, or do you believe in life being of some sort of goal or just, um, here to reproduce in your, in your opinion? Are we here to just reproduce? Like we believe animals so are just here to produce meaning of life. pretty much the true, in your opinion, what the true meaning of life is. And to further speculate on that is like, do you believe that we're here for like an end goal that we're here to achieve something or to change something in this world? Um, which a lot of people do, but a lot of people don't because there's billions and trillions of people in the world that <laughs> just live regular lives and they just listen to other influencers that let them, lives. let them yep. influence, let those influencers influence them for the rest of their lives and not become an influencer themselves. Um, mm-hmm. So that in that sense, you could just be like, oh, we're just here to reproduce pretty much or just here to reproduce for a commonality of some sorts instead of uh, an end goal for each individual person. Or do you think, do you think that just derives from internal, you know, that you got to figure that out for yourself? Um, so we're here just to reproduce. I don't believe that at all. Mm-hmm. It's obviously a huge aspect to keep the human population going, obviously, but some people are still infertile. So if the only purpose for, reproducing purposes for a human population is to produce offspring, then we wouldn't have so much infertility rates like we do nowadays. And that comes down to a purpose driven goal that we can actually apply to ourselves to make ourselves healthier, to allow that generation to take our knowledge and grow upon it. That is a goal that I personally have for myself and my future kids and my future kids can learn from that and apply all that stuff to their friends and now it can grow and, and make its own little community once it's a community hopefully one day that people can change the world but you know like all all this hate and this this crime stuff you know it's sad that it happens but it's human nature unfortunately it happens mm-hmm. because it's based off of impulses that we were never taught to you know we're never conditioned properly for and people don't know how to you know it's oh it's okay it's okay to get some help that's a driven purpose so because when you feel good when you get help you wonder why you felt good. It's because you just had an emotional connection with somebody. The more we connect, the more we can grow, the more we can change the world. But it, each individual has his own perception. And I believe that, you know, yeah, cool. I, I outswam, and that sounds funny, but I outswam billions of sperm. I must have a damn purpose on this planet. Mm-hmm. I mean, no. it's crazy, right? Well, yeah, I think I'm grateful for that. Man, so I, one, I outswam one out of a trillion. these guys. One oh, it's crazy. Trillion. Yeah. And, and I'm here, I'm like, well, we can go from a sperm cell to a, the human being and condition in the brain oh my gosh fascinating Mm -hmm. there better be a purpose and it's all it's all self-induced you have to find that purpose um with your day-to-day life and if you don't you're being controlled by other people conformity you're being conformed to others and what they want 
their dream and goal to be you have to self induce in so your goals. In, so in general life is basically a dictatorship until you don't allow it anymore yeah it's interesting life <laughs> life people go well everybody's doing it no it's just no one person's doing one it. person's doing it. everyone's following everyone's following, everyone's following. so it's one wow. person that one person changes they all follow that's interesting to think about conformity holy shit so I, I I have a purpose to change people's lives, and that's obviously changed you know your life. I you know mm-hmm. and my Absolutely. life in general because I've built a huge friendship with you, and I've learned a lot about you, Hannah, and just people around me who have really appreciated my help. And I am grateful for that every single day. There is no ego in that. There is pure love and pure compassion that I will forever thank anybody who wants to help. Um, and that's just what I hope for the world one day. You know, we'll have some hopefully living to 240 years old, baby. Yeah, that's right. Two, <laughs> four, zero. Whoever's listening, yeah, you heard that. Two, four, zero. No, I'm just kidding. Jesus. <laughs> Man, Austin motherfucking Dutra. Uh, like I said, one of the most brilliant minds of uh, young minds, very young minds of today. And, um, you know, he's definitely going to make some waves out here. And I hope you all listen and Cause you'll be seeing Austin Dutra's name and the biggest PhD neuroscience fucking nutrition, Nutritionist, whatever, yeah. whatever it is, you'll see it. Cause he's uh, very passionate about this shit and he doesn't take it lightly and always super impressed with this young man. When I say young, I mean young, he's 23. Like it's, it's insane how much he already knows because he's so dedicated and he's been doing this since how old, like fucking 10 years, 10 old. years old. He's been, on this road to nutrition through to, books. to learn wow. just to learn from 10 years old and wanted to change from 10 years old based off of whatever you know and it's and it's, i even have my first book from when i was 10 years old which is crazy i know exactly the book it is and sitting in my closet right now so so super have my reputable sources super impressive super um, knowledgeable always love hanging out with austin um one of my best friends and uh or my best friend you really. too buddy so um we're gonna end it and um not the friendship we're gonna end the podcast <laughs> the podcast we're gonna end the podcast um, thank you for having me buddy i appreciate yeah. it, it no anytime we're gonna here. have you back on again and i will we'll be talk back. about some other shit that you're talking about so yeah hopefully i can have another couple other people here and they make a question yeah debate that's always a fuel everybody loves debates no we'll do a debate uh, definitely um and i know people are going to be really have like an experiment of like okay this is my life now i want you to basically change it for the better. What can I do? You know Seriously. What I mean? My no, favorite is meat eaters. So if anybody meat eaters wants to kind of like, like yeah. challenge me on that, they always like to go, well, where are you getting your protein and B12? Well, we will save that for later. So yeah. you have to tune in next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Remember to follow us on our Instagram at pyromaniacs underscore podcast and on Twitter at the underscore pyromaniacs. Um, guys, we got the merch dropping in February of next year sneak peeks and stuff is happening on the rise all the time by december 15th um hopefully we'll have the first set of merch if not i will drop our merch set and let you guys see it by december 15th and that'll be the big reveal so i hope you all have a great motherfucking day night whenever you listen to this and we'll see you guys next time yeah thanks for listening all right bye